Welcome to the Online Success Journey Podcast, your opportunity to discover and learn from entrepreneurs like yourself. This is not your typical podcast, but a place where you can get the real story and find out how real people encounter speed bumps and detours, but journey through to find success. Now here's your host for the Online Success Journey Podcast, Patience. Hello everyone and welcome to Online Success Journey. This is episode 261. Today we have Parker Stevenson, a co-owner and a chef business officer at Involved Finance, a bookkeeping agency that specializes in helping online entrepreneurs to build more profitable and financially stable online business. Hello Parker. Hi Patience, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. I know the clan is anxious to hear your story, so let's get started with the basics. Can you tell my client a bit about your background, about what you did before you started your own online business? Sure. So again, my name is Parker Stevenson, and I am a co-owner of a bookkeeping firm called Evolve Finance. And and, and this bookkeeping firm is, is kind of unique because we do bookkeeping only for online businesses. So that that's kind of the the type of business that we specialize in serving at Evolve Finance. Um, but before I got involved um, at Evolve Finance, I, my, my business partner, Corey, um, actually started Evolve Finance back in 2010. So I got involved um, about four years after he kind of founded the business. And so before I got involved at Evolve Finance, I worked for Adidas Golf. So um, by the time I left Adidas Golf, I was the U.S. merchandising manager for Adidas Golf Footwear. It was about a $50 million a year product category. And uh, even before that, I was actually a musician. So I um, have family in the music industry. I've been playing music my whole life. So when I was in college and shortly after I graduated college, I was playing in a rock band in L.A. in Los Angeles, California. And... Uh, had a really great time kind of being an entrepreneur as a musician. Um, but once the band broke up and I realized I needed a grown-up job, that's when I started working for Adidas. And then after working for Adidas for about five years, that's when I realized, you know what, I, I, I want to be part of a smaller business. I want to do something more entrepreneurial. And so hence I partnered up with my uh, my good buddy, Corey Whitaker, and we've been spending the last six years growing of all finance together. Wow. What a journey. But why do you do what you do? So, yeah, it's interesting because it's, it's a lot of the times people ask, you're a musician and now you work with a bookkeeping firm. Um, it's a definitely – I never thought I would be working in the accounting world at all. Um, but what I kind of realized was that I – I wanted to be do something entrepreneurial, and maybe some of your your audience members will be able to relate to this. But I wanted to do something entrepreneurial. I wanted to run my own business, but I didn't really have a business idea that I felt passionate about. But Corey and his wife, they're um, very good friends with my wife and I before we even started working together. My wife's been friends with Corey and his wife, Anna, for years and years now since they were teenagers. And so I knew they had this business. And Corey started telling me more about it. And while I didn't know a lot about bookkeeping, I really liked the market they were serving. I really liked the way they served their customers. And I liked that they were doing something that a lot of other people don't like to do, right? Like bookkeeping is one of the last things entrepreneurs want to have to do. And so I just thought that there was a good opportunity there. And as someone who's chased 
multiple dreams, right? I got to pursue my passion of being a musician. I had amazing experiences as a musician, but uh, what I quickly learned is that regardless of how passionate I was about it, it was work and it was a lot of work and it was a grind. So then I chased my other passion, which was golf. And I got to work for Adidas, one of the, I think one of the best brands in the world. I got to see what it was like to work at a world-class organization um, and got to be in the golf industry, which I was also passionate about and loved. But again, just like with music, I kind of realized this is still a lot of work. Like, I mean, this is, it's a grind, like the fun and the passion kind of went away for golf because it was just all I was doing was golf and I was working a lot of hours. So then what I realized was that what's important to me is to feel like I'm making an impact. What was important to me was to work with people that I really enjoyed. It, it was important to me that I was able to make more of the decisions and have more control over my future. And it was important to me that I was selling something that I believed in. And so while again, 10, 15 years ago, if you told me I was going to be in the bookkeeping industry, I would have said, you're joking me. Cause there's just, it could, I could, there couldn't have been something further from what my interests are, but this is the most fulfilled I've ever been working because I love our customers. I love our team. I love getting to work with my business partner, Corey. I love getting to problem solve and, and work on all the different parts of the business, not just, you know, one little piece of the business like I did with Adidas. Um, and so now it's like, I, I, kind of like, I love to teach people about money. I love to teach about numbers. I love to share all the insights and expertise we have at Evolve Finance. So um, again, I never would have guessed I would have liked doing something like this, but all the pieces that really ended up mattering for me, I'm able to have at Evolve Finance. So it's been a, a wild ride, but I'm very glad to be here. Wow. Oh, it has. Let's put the man aside. How do you know you are successful? That's a really good question. I I know I'm successful because our customers are successful. So I, I think as small business owners, um, some of us don't think we're successful until we hit a certain dollar amount, right? Until until I generate X amount of dollars in revenue, that's when I'll be successful. But I think what Corey and I and our team feel really good about is that the service we provide, our bookkeeping service, works really well for our clients. And our clients are successful because of the service we provide. Their businesses thrive, their businesses grow, their businesses get more profitable because of our service. So while Sure, there might be certain revenue goals we're still trying to hit and we still want to get Evolve Finance too. As long as our clients and our customers are thrilled about our service and our service is helping their businesses to grow, then that's exactly what success looks like to me. Can anyone be an entrepreneur or are some people more cut out for it than others? <laughs> Another really good question. Do you want my honest answer? Yes. <laughs> I, this is something that I'm, I'm not going to take credit for. Um, whether you love him or hate him, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk talks a lot oh. about um, how there's some people who, who for whatever reason, um, have what it takes to be the number one at a company. 
but there's a lot of people who could be a number two or a number three who try to force themselves to be a number one. And so what that means is I do think there are certain people out there that um, have skills and strengths that are really valuable to a business, but those strengths might not be as good for starting their own businesses. And I'll even admit for myself, like, um, you know, I have a business partner, you know, my, my business partner, Corey and I are 50, 50, as much as I love being a leader. And as much as I, I think I'm, I'm good at what I do, I don't know if I would have ever had my own business without a business partner. I realized I work really well with someone else. I feed off of um, working with someone else versus if I had tried to start something on my own, I don't know if I would have had any success as an entrepreneur. So I think it is really important. Like I think everyone, if you have a passion for entrepreneurship, I think it's important to try it and give it a shot and see how you like it. Cause sometimes you don't know if you like something or if you're good at something until you actually go out and do it. But I do think it's important to have self-awareness as someone pursuing entrepreneurship to know whether or not, are you a good fit for starting your own business? Do you have what it takes or are your skills better served working with someone else's small business to help a small business grow like I did? should an online entrepreneur be paying themselves? It really depends on the size of the business and it depends on the financial goals of sort of the entrepreneur and and the business. So a big thing that we talk about um, with our clients and when I do workshops and podcasts and webinars and stuff like that is for online business owners, profit is everything, right? Because so many of our clients' businesses, even though you know we work with some of the biggest, most well-known online business owners in the world, and despite you know these businesses being multi-seven-figure businesses, we have plenty of six-figure businesses that we work with, almost all of them would have no value if you tried to sell them, you know, versus like people trying to do startups in Silicon Valley or trying to do tech startups their businesses are less about profit and they're more about building the value of the organization so that they can sell it. It's a very different entrepreneurial strategy. So with our clients, profit is the key piece. And I think what happens is a lot of um, small business owners, they want like want me to answer this question by just going, yes, pay yourself X percent of your profit and that's what it should be. It should be 20% of your total revenue or you know, insert whatever percentage you want me to say. But the reality is, is there's, there's a nuance to understanding your numbers and there's a nuance to understanding how much your business can actually afford to pay you. Because for instance, if you are quitting your job and starting your online business and unless your business pays you, you don't pay your rent, you don't buy groceries, you know, you can't pay for your life, then essentially you need to take a hundred percent of your profit and pay it to yourself, right? Because without it, you're either going to go into debt or you're going to be homeless versus, you know, we, there's some people out there who maybe they quit their job, but their spouse is still working and their spouse makes enough money that they can quit their job and then start their business and they don't have to worry about their business paying them anything at all. At first they can, they can invest their profits back into the business 
to help it grow and give it even more potential down the road to pay them a much higher salary. So I kind of use these as examples where it is important that you, number one, understand how much money you need to make, understand what your personal financial situation is, and then get really clear on what's the bare minimum my business needs to make me in order, you know, in order for me to be able to pay my bills. Um, and then secondly, it gets down to, am I, do I understand the numbers in my business? Do I have some sort of reporting? Do I know the financial state of my business so I can see how profitable my business is and then make an educated decision around how much of my profit should I be paying myself, right? And based on my personal financial situation, can I keep more of the money in the business in order to help it grow? So that way I can have more profit down the road to pay myself even more. So there's always this balance of, do I keep more of the profit, but then the business grows more slowly because I don't have as much cash available to invest in the business to help it grow? Or do I pay myself less, especially in the initial stages of your business, so that way I have more cash on hand to invest back in the business and, and, and help it grow? So that's why it's like you have to have some sort of clarity on what's your personal financial situation and how much money is your business making. And if you have that information, then you can figure out what the right answer for you is in regards to how much to pay yourself. Does that make sense, Patience? Yes, so we do, we shouldn't be jumping in saying I'm starting the business tomorrow and quitting the job and I'll be rich at the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> some people take some. There's a lot of entrepreneurs out there who love to take on a lot of risk and they just want to go for it. But I I do think it's so important that whether you're just starting your business or you've been in business for a little while, just get clear on your financial situation so you can put yourself in the best financial situation you can. Wow. How can an owner and a business owner make their finance easier and less stressful? Is there such a thing? Yeah, there, there is actually such a thing. Um, a, a, one of the best ways to make your finances less stressful is number one, open a open business bank accounts, like have dedicated business accounts that are separate from your personal accounts. What happens is a lot of people, when they start their businesses, they just take any income from their business or, or any of the expenses for their business. And they just run it out of their personal checking accounts, their personal PayPal accounts, their personal credit cards. So then what happens is all their business and personal transactions are all mixed together. And then it becomes difficult to understand, well, what's actually going on with my business? Like you can't really tell what your financial situation is personally or what your financial situation is for the business because everything's jumbled to, together. So we always recommend to open up dedicated business accounts, a business checking account. If you can open a business credit card, I suggest doing that, having a PayPal account that's dedicated to the business. So that way, when it's time to file taxes or if you have a bookkeeper or you're doing your own bookkeeping, it's easy to see what the financial situation for just your business is and then also for just your personal financial situation. Now, the second way we can make things a little easier as well is by not opening too many business bank accounts. So a lot of the time, you know, like there's this book Profit First that's very popular. And, and in that book, they talk about opening up six, seven, eight different checking accounts. While I understand the reasoning that, that the author recommends doing that, um, that 
can make things very difficult for your bookkeeper and accountant to try to keep track of what's going on. And if you do eventually want to hire a bookkeeper, it's going to make your bookkeeping a lot more expensive. Or if you have three PayPal accounts or you have seven credit cards, the more accounts you have, the more things there are to keep track of. And again, the less clear it's going to make your financial situation. So we really always recommend for our clients. And again, whenever I'm, I'm doing any speaking, one checking account, a, you know, one savings account, if you can do it, a business credit card, a PayPal account, a Stripe or some other sort of merchant account, and then one piece of sales software. Like, you know, if, if you're selling courses, you know, whether that's it's SamCart or ThriveCart or Teachable, Kajabi, just one place where your customers check out so you can keep track of your sales. And so if you can kind of keep things simple like that um, and keep your business and personal finances separate, th- you're going to give yourself such a head start on on just having a really strong financial foundation, but also making your finances less stressful. What have you learned from business as a whole? A lot about myself. I I, I think, you know, especially, you know, on the entrepreneurial side of business. And I think this is why, you know, personal development is such a big piece of being an online business owner or an online entrepreneur is because your business is going to reflect back to you, your strengths and your weaknesses. And depending on what your strengths and weaknesses are, some of those, you know, your strengths are going to give you advantages that other entrepreneurs might not have, but then your weaknesses will also make it harder to be successful if you're not willing to address those weaknesses and and to push through and get better at the things you're not as strong at. And so I've always been a relatively confident person. So I'm not afraid to try things and go out and do things. And I'm not afraid to fail and, and go, yep, I wasn't good at that. Let's move on to something else. But ultimately, as Evolve Finance has grown and gotten bigger, it's pushed me to be a leader. It's pushed me to take more responsibility for, for the business. It's pushed me to take, um, take more responsibility for a client's success, to have to learn new things, to have to be aware of my blind spots. And so like from even just a psychological standpoint, I, I just think it, it forces you to, to have more self-awareness if you're serious about being successful, if you're serious about serving your customers and, and helping them to be successful. And if you're you know in a situation where you do have a team, like we have at Evolve Finance, like we have a team of about um, 11 people. And so you know, I, if I fail, the team fails. Um, you know, I, I'm putting things at risk for for the people that are working for this company and, and for my business partner. So while there is a little bit of extra pressure, I've learned so much about what I can do, what I can accomplish, how I can overcome barriers. And so much of this is just about, you know, life. It's just, it's a lot about like who you are and your your ability to problem solve, your ability to get through adversity. So I, I think that's just been one of the best gifts of, of being an entrepreneur and, and, and running a business is these opportunities to, to grow personally. What is one thing no one knows about you? Oh, <laughs> that's a tough one. I'm a pretty open book. Um, I, I'm not shy. I, I, I share, um, you know, if I talk with someone, there, there's not a whole lot. I, I'm embarrassed to, to share about myself. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's really a whole lot that's at least very interesting other than um, maybe a lot of our clients wouldn't know that I'm actually 
was born in Canada. I've, I've grown up in America my whole life, um, but I was actually born in, in Calgary, Alberta and, um, and moved to San Diego when I was about four years old. So while I consider myself to be an American because this is my home and where I've grown up, um, you know, I don't think most uh, people know that I work with even know that uh, I'm a Canadian citizen. What grounds you? My family, my dog, um, you know, my wife and I have been together for a really long time. Um, my wife is one of the smartest people I've ever met. And whenever, you know, as I'm sure you've experienced patients, right, where you're like, you've worked all day, you're, you're just so in the weeds of your business and, and chasing after success that at the end of the day, remembering that, you know, the, re the relationship I have with my wife is more important than the business, the relationship I have with my, my family, my friends, um, all these pieces, I think are just, it's just balance, right? I, I know some, you know, I, I just took my first week vacation last week for the first time in probably about two years. And that was a situation where I like to work. I love what I do, but I don't think I even realized how much I was just in the business. And especially with how crazy 2020 has been, everything that's gone on with COVID, America has been a pretty wild place to be living in at the moment that um, I think I've just pulled myself into my work even more. And, and we've been very fortunate that Evolve Finance has grown quite a bit this year. But my wife uh, was the person that's like, hey, I think it's time to go take some time off. I think we both need to need a break because my wife works very hard as well. And so we took this vacation and just went out. We just rented an Airbnb out in the desert and just got away for a week. And that was really important for me. And I, and I was very grateful that I had a partner uh, in my life who's looking out for me, who's thinking about those kinds of things, who I can enjoy spending time with. That has nothing to do with the business. And so just having a partner like that is so important. And even just like I block off time on my calendar to walk my dog because um, we have this little pug chihuahua mix and even just like see him running into my office and like stick his nose on my leg and be like, I'm here. It's time to go for a walk. I go, oh yeah, I got to, got to pull away from my work here and, and go, you know, take 15 minutes, take him outside, go for a walk and, and just, you know, again, stay balanced and so I get it. Like a lot of people do love their work and, and love being absorbed in it. I, I'm definitely susceptible to that. But thank, thankfully, my little family here um, in, our, in my home just reminds me that life isn't all about work and that there's a, a, a lot of other aspects of my life that are just as important. Uh, do you have a mentor or a coach in your business? I wish I did. I've had mentors throughout my life. And I was very lucky that when I was at Adidas, you know, you know, Adidas, Adidas, um, depending on how you want to say it, you know, again, it's, it's a global company and they had world-class, they had some world-class leaders there. And so I was very fortunate that I worked for a couple people or got built relationships with um, some people that had a lot more experience than, than I did, who acted as mentors for me while I was there. And I, and I really appreciated that. Um, but I'd say since I got into the online space, like we don't, our clients, a lot of our clients are coaches and mentors and a lot of our clients work with coaches and mentors as well. 
And I think because, you know, so many of our clients' businesses, there's, you know, they own the business themselves. They don't have business partners that it's really helpful for them to have someone that they can talk through problems with and figure out solutions with. And I do think that if I, if I didn't have a business partner in Corey, that I would probably be working with, working with a coach or, or someone, uh, or, or, you know, paying for mentorship or, or something along those lines. But I'm very lucky that Corey and I can kind of be mentors and, and, uh, for each other. And uh, we have such a good relationship that we can really keep each other in check and problem solve things together. And I think just due to the nature of our business model, we're very clear on what we need to do to be successful with Evolve Finance. We have a very clear roadmap for um, where we want to go and what needs to get done to get there. That um, while I have done um, a coaching program, um, I don't currently have a mentor or a coach, but I'd like to thank, you know, again, my business partner uh, is kind of a replacement for that. What is the most valuable thing your business partner has told you? Patience, you're asking me so many questions no one's ever asked me before. So kudos <laughs> for really digging in there. Um, I, I think there's not like, I wouldn't say there's like one single thing I can think of, but the 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 thing i love about having a business partner and 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 the and the reason i really like working with Corey is because we have very different skill sets so i'm very much like um an extrovert i'm a sales and marketing person i'm i'm very uh very much kind of like a typical visionary if you've read rocket fuel before and so for me, I love looking at the big picture. I love business development, sales and marketing, product development, all these, all these types of things. That's the way my brain works. I love, like, I love doing podcasts. I could do podcasts all day. I love talking. Corey, on the other hand, like he could do like he's capable of being on podcasts and, and doing presentations and doing live speaking, but he doesn't like it as much. He's very operationally minded. He also is our bookkeeping and accounting expert in our business. He, he built a lot of our initial systems in the business. So for him, like he's taught me so much about like, I didn't know how a bookkeeping firm worked. I didn't know really even how bookkeeping worked. Like he's the one who taught me all those things. And so by him having all these strengths that are my weaknesses, again, he's helped to make uh, my weaknesses not so weak. Because I, I now have an understanding of all these concepts and all these skills um, that I wouldn't have had before working with him. Um, but again, I think just because we have such different skills that when you combine those things together, it makes both of us stronger entrepreneurs. Let's talk about uh, your business, Bookkeeping Agency. Tell us more about it and uh, who's your perfect clientele. Sure. So. Bookkeeping is is kind of uh, this concept that I think entrepreneurs have a general idea of what it is, but um, we have regularly we have you know prospective clients reaching out to us and they're like, I'm a little embarrassed to say I don't know if I fully understand what a bookkeeper should be doing in my business, and, and that's totally fair because the finance stuff is probably the part of entrepreneurship that's talked about the least. So with bookkeeping, essentially what we do at Evolve Finance is we take our clients' financial data, so all the transactions happening in their checking accounts, savings accounts, PayPal accounts, Stripe accounts, um, anywhere where money's moving in and out of their businesses, we take all that financial data 
and we organize it in bookkeeping software called QuickBooks Online. And the goal being that by taking all this financial data, we can start to organize transactions into here's all your income, here's how much you're making for your different offers that you have, here's your various ex expenses, and we put them in categories like advertising and continuing education and travel and marketing expenses and contractor expenses. And so by organizing that financial data, we're able to show our clients the financial health of their business. And so that's what makes our, our bookkeeping service a little more unique is number one, we only serve online businesses. So our, our ideal client is online businesses selling digital products um, or digital services. So that means a lot of our clients are course creators. They have membership sites. They have coaching programs. They do consulting. Uh, they might be influencers and have YouTube channels or they're podcasters, or they might even have like a Facebook ad agency or a virtual agent agency. And so all of our clients are selling online services and digital products. They're based in the U.S. because unfortunately, just with the accounting world, it can get um, really difficult to try to keep up with what's going on in every country. So we can only serve online businesses operating in U.S. dollars. And then all of our clients are making at least $100,000 a year or more. And so with those um, with those pieces that those clients are a good fit, like they have all those pieces in place and we're able to work with them, then not only are we able to organize that data better than anyone else for online businesses, because that's all we work with, but we're able to help our clients understand what those numbers mean, right? Because if I just gave you your bank statement and said, here's everything that just happened in your business last month, you'd be like, okay, like this doesn't help. All I know is I had this much money at the start of the month and this much money at the end of the month. It doesn't tell us what percentage of our revenue are we spending on contractors, on employees, on our advertising, on all the different parts of our business so we can start to make decisions like, can I afford to hire someone else? How much can I afford to pay myself? Can I afford to uh, spend more money on advertising? Or do I need to cut back on certain expenses or do I need to figure out or do I need to have a launch soon because I need to get an influx of cash in my business? There's all of these insights that your numbers can tell you that can guide you with making decisions in your business that, you know, the way we put our financial reports together for our clients and the way we support our clients allows them to learn and absorb like how to interpret financial reports and how to become better entrepreneurs by understanding their numbers better. Where do we find your agency and how can we connect with you? If anyone's interested in what we do, just go to evolvefinance.com and uh, we have our podcast is on there where it's just me talking about a lot of the stuff I think a lot of entrepreneurs um, have questions about, but they can't really find answers for anywhere else just because not a lot of other uh, business educators talk about finance and talk about money the way that we do. So uh, even if you're not a, you know, a good fit for our service, I recommend checking out the podcast episodes. Um, otherwise, if you think you're a good fit or, or interested in learning more about how we work, you know, on our website, we have all kinds of, uh, all kinds of different buttons telling you to book a call now. So it's, it's pretty straightforward. So, um, and we're actually going to have a new website up here pretty soon. I'm not sure when this episode's going to go live, um, but we will have a new uh, website up soon. So hopefully it'll look real fancy and uh, look really good.
Okay, thanks for sharing. So, Kilande will be more from Park in a moment. If you are listening on one of the many podcasting platforms rather than my website and you are encouraged by Parker's journey, go to onlinesuccessjourney.com for a bonus portion of the interview. Online Success Journey is a wonderful membership community built for people searching for the path to success. We are one big clan and you can be part of this community for free. Once you have joined the clan, click on part two of Parker's journey or over 200 plus other journeys that are available and learn how you can find the right path for your own online success journey. That's a wrap clan. Remember, success is a journey. Patience and Parker. This is not the end of the journey. We hope you've enjoyed listening to part one and want to be sure you know there is a second part to this and every journey podcast at onlinesuccessjourney.com filled with even more success tips, uplifting stories, and even a bit of fun. There are dozens of episodes only available to the members of the Online Success Journey clan. Check out the website and click on Join the Clan for more information. Patience would like to thank you for listening to this podcast and she has a free audio gift for you at her website. Go to onlinesuccessjourney.com for instant access to this gift. Of course, you know that listening to the journeys of others helps each of us chart our own path. So make sure you're subscribed to be notified as each new interview is posted. There are so many ways to stay connected to the online success journey and to listen in. And if you're enjoying the podcast, we appreciate your help in telling others. One of the best ways to share the benefit you get is to rate and review it at Stitcher and other sites by clicking the stars or completing the ratings form. By clicking thumbs up and leaving a comment on YouTube or liking and sharing the podcast on social media. To review the podcast within iTunes, simply open iTunes to the podcast, click on ratings and reviews, then write a review. On behalf of Patience and until next time, thanks once more for listening. It is our hope that this podcast will guide you on your own online success journey.